So the hard work of this weekend is almost completely behind us, almost, but uh, the work that we do is not just working with all the different attributes and conditions of the mind, conditions of the world around us during retreat, but another uh, part of the really supportive, important work that we do is in learning to, when it comes time to speak, speak from the heart, to speak from a place that's uh, spiritually informed by our practice. A lot of the times in life when we engage with each other, we engage from a fog of all the stories and narratives, the agendas, the places we want to go, the, our own history, our own disappointments. And so we carry <clears throat> into each conversation a, a lot of language, <clears throat> a lot of ideas, We especially carry around a lot of expectations. Sometimes we assume that others will not be supportive. And so we carry a lot of armoring physically, emotionally into conversations. <coughs> or we, we can expect doubt from others or expect uh, confrontation. The role of the Sangha is to provide a place where we can risk shedding a little of this emotional armoring so that we can truly um, risk speaking in, to overuse a phrase I was using last night, an authentic way, which means um, a place that's not performative. Very often when we speak, we're trying to just keep the other person's attention because we assume that in this day and age that people are not going to stay present unless we say something deeply interesting or appropriate for the situation or funny or we... We live up to some expectation of what we think is the correct thing to say that will maintain the other person's attention. And so, rather than going with uh, <coughs> any spontaneity, any deep feeling, uh, we go through often a very quick, fast, almost so fast we often don't recognize that set of um, 
procedures in our mind to figure out what we should say. And we quickly abandon any uh, <clears throat> expression of feelings, emotional states that might not seem the correct thing in terms of polite or, let's say, normal day-to-day -day interactions. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> one of the things in common of, uh, of this kind of speech is that we lose awareness of the body. We're speaking to each other just from our heads. We're speaking to each other just from uh, a lot of stories, busyness, places I've got to go, places I've been. We're fitting people into a small period of time. We're trying to get things done. And so we're looking for some kind of optimal exchange where we can pack the most in so that we can move along. And um, <clears throat> a lot of the teachers I really respect in the Buddhist community, teachers like <coughs> Tara Brock, <coughs> Gregory Kramer, my friend Pablo, people that I've uh, been fortunate enough to study with, uh, attend, talk with, uh, know, um, uh, really focus these days on mindful communication. <coughs> and so I thought that as a way of breaking silence, rather than us just simply go back into our habitual way of communicating with each other, we'd actually first make the steps back into um, interacting from a deeper place, a place that uh, we wouldn't be able to explore were it not for this community that we've given each other the supportive environment of care, non-harmfulness, um, giving each other uh, <coughs> the beauty of each other's practices. So a couple of things in common, or just to bear in mind when we do this practice, is um, <coughs> when we speak, try to drop that inner story, that narrative of all the things that we want to accomplish today, concerns about getting home or <coughs> what this whole uh, uh, day is going to look like, how, how this experience is going to fit in in a larger extent with our lives, and really stay deeply present in the moment. In the moment there is no narratives or life stories. See if you can, when we talk with each other, really sustain uh, an open body awareness, an awareness of the breath, even an awareness of the sound of the waterfall or the contact sensation. So we're not speaking from up here. We're speaking from a much more, uh, dare I say, holistic place. The, um, the way we speak should be truthful. Don't worry about fitting in or what you're supposed to say. <coughs> if you want in the groups to say, uh, when I ask, 
how do we feel right now and the experience is <laughs> disappointed. <laughs> That's fine. I I I really <coughs> the the exercise is not so much in the the specific of what you say, it's in the practice of being completely honest and assuming tolerance from your community. When we assume and when we speak from tolerance, we enforce tolerance and we develop it. When we don't speak from truthfulness, when we simply give each other what we think the other person wants without any uh, real honesty, we don't really create the conditions of a truly tolerant community. We need to really, we create tolerance by testing it in a, in a meaningful way, not just by pushing each other's buttons on purpose, but by just being honest. Um, <coughs> one really important thing is to trust in emergence, which means trust in the moment, what you feel, rather than planning ahead while somebody else is sharing or talking. Don't plan what you want to say. Wait until the time comes and just trust. You also are allowed to take your time. You don't have to immediately speak. If you feel nothing there and you want to wait until <coughs> something arises, do that. Obviously, we, uh, I'm going to break this up into periods, so if, if you spend a long time, then nobody will get to speak, but, but don't feel you have to immediately come up with something. It's much better to find your to find what's in the heart in the moment. And the most important element of mindful communication is learning to <coughs> is learning to listen, which really means when we hear each other, not just take in the words, but really deeply take in the body language, the facial expression, the uh, tone of voice, the entire context with which within it's, it's happening. So when we do this, it means we're not sitting and planning again our what we're going to say. Trust that you don't need to plan. You can stay present for each other. So when a person says a word or a phrase, just take a moment, bow, and if it's your turn, take <coughs> a pause. Think what you're going to say. Say it. Bow. Continue. Really support each other. So, <coughs> now comes the fun part. What I'd like you to do is to circle into groups of four and uh, just find the four people nearest to you. Okay. Looks like they've got a. Why don't you come up here? Oh, you've got four? <coughs> 
Uh, what, well, these two people here, so we can get three... And two there. Yeah. So the two there can come up here? Oh, okay, two there can come here. Yeah. Okay. She goes there. Great. Everybody got at least a group of three or four? <laughs> Very nice. <coughs> Wonderful. So it will, <coughs> if we all talk at the top of our voice, we'll, it'll very, it'll get very loud very quickly. So try to uh, lean in a little. And let's take this moment first just to make sure everybody knows each other. So, so e for each group, somebody raise a hand. Very okay. So you're starting out. <laughs> Notice I didn't say that first. Okay, so with the person who raised their hand, they start out by just saying their name so that everybody, and then go around in a circle. <laughs> All right. So once again, the practice is going to be really checking in with your body, giving space. You're allowed to pause. <coughs> you can just acknowledge each person's uh, uh, statement with just a very little bow so that we're really acknowledging each other and um, trusting in just the heart. Don't 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 plan ahead what you're going to say. Really listen when it's each other's turns. So we're going to go around in a circle for <coughs> about two minutes, and um, the question is, what am I feeling right now? It can be an emotional state, an energy state, happy, sad. Uh, Try to keep it brief. Don't go into a long statement. It's more about feeling, not about uh, a story. So there might be time to go around a couple of times in a circle during this period. I'm going to set it for two minutes. Okay. So the person who started starts.
So if you uh, if you didn't get the chance to talk, you whoever it stops with will start the next round. <coughs> <coughs> so thank you for that. I think you've got the ha- the hang of it. So the next question is going to be: What were the dominant experiences for me from the last two days, the things that most deeply register. For example, uh, one thing that comes to mind for me is uh, Melissa leading Meta last night by the fireplace. So I've copyrighted that. You can't say it. (laughs) (laughs) I've gone for the cheap, easy one, so... No, it's not cheap or easy. It's 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 true. That's one of the I think the experiences I'll bring with me. So um, <coughs> this is right now just the things that uh, um, that we'll bring with us. I'm also going to do a the more challenging experiences next. So you can right now focus a little bit more on biasing towards the cherishable moments. Um, and remember to start with the person who was about to go next.
So for the next um, <clears throat> question, we're going to flip it to uh, <coughs> see if we can talk about some of the more challenging experiences from this weekend. <coughs> it could be a moment when we were struggling, something that we struggled with, uh, uh, repetitive thought, a worry that just plagued us, anything that comes about from uh, going into a strange new place, practice, set of conditions, feeling now this is a place where we can get support. Because very often when we sit uh, or when we work, in seclusion and in noble silence, uh, when difficult experiences arise, we can 
relate to it from a place of this is mine. I'm, there's something about me. This is my problem. So here's a place, a situation, a time, a practice within which we can acknowledge each other's uh, struggles. And through our support, we also remind each other that none of uh, the sufferings in life are individual. We all share them.